0: Welcome to the Every Nation Dorado Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rita Kiba. Welcome to Every Nation Dorado. Today is Mother's Day. And this is the very first time in the history of this world that we're living in that we're celebrating Mother's Day 100% being home with our families with our brothers, with our sisters, with our children. Is that not a blessing? For all the mothers out there, we want to thank you for birthing us. We want to thank you for giving us life. All the mothers out there know that you are loved, know that you are appreciated, know that you are highly favored and blessed, know that you are phenomenal, You are wonderful mothers. We appreciate you. And we thank God for your lives. Let us pray before we go into the word. Father, we just want to thank you this wonderful day and morning where we are celebrating our mothers. Where, Father, the worth of a mother is something that we cannot even exchange, oh Lord, oh my God, for anything but your love. We thank you so much that you are always there for us. Come and bless your word. Come and bless every person who's tuned in listening to this message and let the message really bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to give you a small reflection on when Mary Jesus' mother got her first call to be the mother of the Savior to this world. God called her, appointed her, chose her into motherhood at a very, very young age. She was just between 14 and 15 years old. I can just imagine what was going through her head and with her heart that moment in time when she got the call. And many of us, also as mothers out there, have got the same call. The only difference is the person that we brought into this life. Now, Mary, when she greatly accepted, rejoicingly accepted the call upon her life into motherhood, she sang a song. Obviously, I cannot sing, so I will not be singing the song for you. But what I want to say is the following, what she sang about. She said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. Behold, as from now on, All generations will call me blessed. And this is the part where I want us to pause a little bit, just to think a bit about the time and the season that we are finding ourselves in today. Here we are, being home, being told to save lives by staying home. But you know what God is doing in this time, and I call this, it's a window of opportunity for mothers out there. You know, when we... Receive the call of motherhood. A lot of us went through a whole lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts. We felt as if our lives are now being interrupted. There is this stop in our lives because somebody is on their way, you know, coming into this life. And a lot of mothers are being challenged even as we speak now during this time. Because now it is time to teach our children home. Mothers are feeling cheated in that. They feel, but why should they do it? But forgetting that in fact, that was the very first priority that mothers got from the Lord to teach their children. And can we comfortably then say in this time, like Mary said, the last part of her song, behold, as from now on, all generations will call me blessed. Can we then also say, After this COVID, as from now on, can all generations call me blessed? And this is the time where God has given us to reflect, to re-examine our hearts concerning the call of motherhood so that he can repair and restore where we went wrong in our motherhood, in the calling, especially the calling of being a mother to somebody whom we don't even know whether this person is a president, whether this person is a teacher tomorrow, whether the person is a police officer, whether this person is a minister, whether this person is a doctor. If we could see what Mary saw that day, that when the call came and the appointment came, she immediately say yes, because she saw and she was informed what kind of a person she will bring in. She will bring into this life yeah so and as a result she understood her call immediately and took it serious and this is the time where god is saying i'm giving you a window period to save a life and by saving these lives god has indicated that he is going to restore and repair our call to motherhood and so you're now sitting there and wondering, but then how do I get to that place where I now feel that, Lord, you know what, I need restoration in my journey of motherhood. I've looked at a number of principles. The list is not very exhaustive, but I've touched on about six of them. And you can go and do your own study further on. And the very first one that I've looked at is the principle of wisdom to build a house. And when we read in the books or in the book of Proverbs 14, verse 1, it says that the wisest of women builds her house, but fully with her own hands tears tears it down. And one thing we should remember is building a house is a huge task and a huge process. It takes a lot of time to plan. It takes a lot of resources to get this building from digging a foundation up to the roof height, up to putting on the roofs and all of these finishes. It takes skill and patience. Things can go wrong sometimes while trying to, to build this building. It takes following instructions because the plan is given to you to follow these instructions to build a house. But for you to build a house, you require wisdom. And the word of God reminds us that when we want to start off experiencing wisdom in how to build our homes, it starts with the fear of the Lord, because that is the beginning of wisdom. But when we talk about the fear of the Lord, we are not saying that God is standing there waiting to punish us when we do wrong with our motherhood. No, what we mean is to respect the instructions that God has given unto us. Number one, with regards to the call of motherhood, with regards to our appointment of motherhood, with regards to the choice that God made when he looked at us and said, but you are the one that I want the generations of tomorrow to call. Blessed are you. So when you fear the Lord, you have wisdom, wisdom, You have understanding as a mother and you are not going to do anything outside what God is telling you to do to build your house. By building your house according to the plan, the purpose and the will of God is what God wants to restore, is what God wants to transform. It is what God wants to repair during this time that we are at home, let's not take this time for granted and make exploit on it. Unless the Lord built the house, obviously in vain, you and me labor. If we now go to the second principle. A restored call to motherhood exhibits prayerful life. A prayerful life is one that is cemented by First Thessalonians 5, verse 17 to 19, and it reads as follows. Pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, we are told and encouraged to pray without ceasing. We have the manual, we have the instructions, but we still need to be connected to the designer so that we are able to understand the instructions that we are given. So we need to be connected to God who is the designer so that we don't get confused in between because the journey is quite long and it's an eternal journey that will take us up until the time when Jesus comes. We need to know and understand that when we connect to God in prayer, we obtain insight, we obtain revelation. Everything that seems to be blurry, that seems to be mispresented to us, we hear from the Lord through prayer and his word. And we are able to live out our full potential of Motherhood and build good foundations for our children. Because remember, the inspector will always come and check how we are building these houses. And that inspector is God. And that is exactly what we are going to give account on to one day. What we have done with a life that was supposed to be the president, and we have neglected. In our prayers, to ask from God what it is and how it is, we need to build this life. We move on to our third principle. A restored call to motherhood exhibits forgiveness. And many things happened during this journey called motherhood for some. And for others, maybe not. Some of these things are good things. And others, not so good. Could be very painful things that happened during the journey of motherhood that others exposed you to and all that you have exposed yourself to. Could be brokenness, but it could also be wholeness. Whichever way, what it is that you have experienced, you need to let go of that which hinders you To fully live out the calling as a mother. You need to forgive. Because it is easier when you forgive to give yourself to others. We are encouraged in Isaiah 66 verse 13. Where the word is saying as one whom his mother comforts. So I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. This is the word of God. And this is God giving an assurance to to us because of the struggles and the painful and the brokenness that we have been experiencing during this journey of motherhood. He says that he is going to comfort us. Now, when God comforts us, he comes and replaces all these not so good experiences that we had and that we still have as we journey through this motherhood uh, a journey that we, we have embarked on. He comes and replaces all of these things with his love. He comes and he replaces all of these things with his compassion, joy, happiness, peace, so that it helps us then to be better and good mothers building our homes that are built on the foundations of the plans principles and the purposes of God not our own the fourth principle is one that calls mothers motherhood to exhibit to exhibit love isaiah 49:15 encourages us by asking a question and it is as follows can a mother forget her nursing child that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb and this is exactly what I have mentioned earlier where we have either not understood the calling that God has bestowed upon us and or simply We have relinquished our role and our call as mothers to others. How can we forget about our own children that we have nursed, children that we have brought into this life to speak life into them, to make sure that we shoot them into their destiny? How can we forget? It is impossible. It can only happen if we do not have God in our lives to show us how to do that. The love of God in mothers compels them to love their children and not forget them. When a mother is full of compassion, automatically that mother will draw their child or their children to themselves. And a mother's love is felt in that moment and a mother's love is one that protects, that nurture, that care. And a mother's love is one that empowers these lives, these individuals, shoot them into their purposes, their callings, the way God has purposed us as mothers to do. And so we're getting closer and closer to the end of our sermon. The fifth principle of a restored call to motherhood is one that exhibits skills to train our children. And that is a very important part and aspect of our lives as mothers. Let's see what Psalms 78 verse 5 to 6 is saying. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers to teach to their children that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn, and arise and tell them to their children. A mother is really somebody who has the skill, the ability, and the capacity to train her children to love God and to live godly lives. And so she teaches her children on what it means To be made righteous in the image of God. That is what a mother does. She is the one who teaches them how to subdue the earth for God's glory. She is the one who even tells them how to populate the earth with their own children. Procreate. She is the one who teaches them to keep the legacy of producing godly offsprings and create a godly heritage that will be moving from generation to generation and this will have earthly as well as eternal implications and this is obviously not an easy task and that is why we have the word of God, we have the Holy Spirit, we have God himself teaching us how to go about In understanding, number one, the call. Understanding how we are chosen. Understanding how God has appointed us. And not seeing this call of motherhood as a nuisance. As something that has come to interrupt our lives. As something that has come to economically diminish us as something that has come to, you know, the way how we are frustrate us. And the reason why we feel like that, it is just because we are not well aligned with the calling of God on our lives as mothers. So we're moving on to our last principle of a restored call to motherhood. And this one is the one that exhibits a teachable spirit. As mothers, this journey is quite long. And we are here for a while. We are going to be here for a while. And we better do a good job. But obviously we also know that uh, when we have others closely to us that travel this route before us, It makes it much more easier. Remember what I've said. God is restoring and repairing the hurt and the pain that you have experienced or you might have experienced during your motherhood journey and or how you were exposed to motherhood. But in this place, this is where We are now also asking all the elderly women out there. And when I say elderly women, I mean married and single, widows, grannies. Because all of you that are elder than every other young person has traveled the journey of motherhood in one or the other way. And you know how it is to be joyful, to be filled with so much passion, On this journey of motherhood And Titus chapter 2 Verse 3 to 5 Encourages the older women And I actually just want to say Admonishes the elderly women And he says Older women likewise Are to be reverent in behavior Not slanderers or slaves to much wine They are to teach what is good And so train the young women to love their husbands and their children, to be self-controlled, to be pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Older mothers, the challenge is on. And as I said, this is the time of re-examination. This is a window of opportunity for all the mothers out there to check their hearts and see where they are at in terms of motherhood, in terms of their calling, in terms of how God has appointed them. It is now the time because if we don't do it right now, the possibility is that we will miss the season that we are in. We need to understand the season that we are in, like the word would say, understand the seasons like the sons of Issachar and make exploits of the seasons. Mothers, you are not alone. There is a host of elderly women, mothers out there, that will take us by our hands, teach us sound doctrine On what it means to be mothers and wives to our husbands, what it means to conduct ourselves as mothers and wives. Take us by our hands, guide us, show us the way, so that what we learn from you will not bring shame to the Word of God. And you've been listening to the sermon. Wondering, but this is too much for me. I can't even think of the calling. I've never even gave it a thought whether I have a calling on my life to make sure that this person that I have brought into this life needs to be purposed and needs to be shoot into their destiny. When we build, the inspector will come and check how we've been building, what we are building, the type of resources we are using to build, whether we are following the right instructions to build. And you are sitting there listening to this and really thinking, this is far-fetched. I can't do this. I'm not able to do this. Let me encourage you by saying, now this is the time where the word of God is saying to you, do not despise the day of small beginnings. And it is a short time that we have to allow God to restore us back to our original calling. This is the time and season, and it is during this lockdown that we need to start thinking about this and take a step of faith, trusting God, Obeying God, we leave the rest to him to sort out for us. God is saying, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Do you want to come to that place where you can say with confidence, behold, as from now on, all generations will call me blessed. Let us obey the word of God today. Let us submit to the word of God today. And he promised to teach us how we should be on this journey of motherhood. And I'm sure of this, because that's what the word of God tells me. I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you today will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Motherhood is a lifelong, long beautiful journey. Let us make exploit during this time, during the season that we are in. And yes, as mothers, if you really feel that this whole motherhood thing has tarnished your heart inside, it has brought you to that place where you don't even believe in being a mother anymore or where you feel that during this time you have seen so much of your children that the frustration is so big that you want to give in the towel of motherhood instead relinquish your calling to others outside there if you are in that place where the hurt is so so huge Give it all to the Lord. That is not for you to carry, because He promised and He said, "If you are heavy laden, come, I will give you rest." And when the Lord gives us a rest, He gives us peace. He gives us joy to enjoy motherhood. He gives us happiness. He gives us righteousness. The Lord gives us patience. He teaches us how to be mothers for our children. Mothers that tomorrow will be said, blessed are you amongst all these mothers by our children. Where we will make an impact from generation to generation that will be lasting. Transforming lives and advancing the kingdom of God. Those are the lives that we are entrusted with. And if you really think that it is quite a daunting task for you, I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you, and I believe that as mothers today, celebrating and being celebrated by our children, this is the most wonderful time even to just go back to your children and start looking at their lives start looking at your own and allow God to restore, to repair those areas that are hurting, that needs healing. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we just want to thank you, Lord, that you are indeed a good, good father. You are a father that loves us You have made us, O God, as mothers, and we want to thank you, Father, that we have the capacity to bring forth life. You have given it to us as a reward of our wombs. We thank you, Father, for our children. That as you are restoring our lives, oh God, repairing our lives, you are giving us yet another opportunity, Father, to speak into their lives. They might be in different seasons of their lives, oh God, but motherhood doesn't stop. In all seasons of our children's lives, oh God, you can still create that moment of a small beginning where we can impart, where we can just speak into their lives, oh God. Father, carry us, help us to see and understand the calling upon our lives and as you are restoring our lives that we give heed to a restored call of motherhood. One that loves you, that reveres you, We thank you so much, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. May you really enjoy your Mother's Day. Children, spoil your mothers. And have a blessed, blessed Sunday. Thank you for listening. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit envintook.org.